Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Juan and Susie Lucero of the incredible modern mariachi band Cieleto Lindo. Cieleto Lindo is comprised of the Lucero family of nine, with children ages ranging from 6 to 16. They have performed all over the city of Chicago and the Midwest. You can catch them at the Summerdale stage at Midsummerfest on Sunday, June 9th at 2 p.m. Welcome. Thank you all for joining us. So let's start by actually going around the table because besides Juan and Susie, we have two extra guests here as well. Hello, my name is Lilia Lucero and I'm 11 years old. Well, I'm Juan, I'm the father, and and this is my wife here. Hi, I'm Susie, I'm the mom. Hi, I'm Carlos and I'm 12 years old. Thank you. So how are you doing today? Can you tell us a little bit about your family's roots in music? Sure, definitely. So our family... Uh, started performing music in New Mexico, where all all our children were born, and uh, we basically started playing Mexican music, and we're also influenced by some of the New Mexican music, and then we brought our family here, and that's uh, what we've, we've been up to, putting our own spin on things as well. And what drew you to Chicago? So many things, right? <laughs> if I had known about Andersonville, I would say Andersonville, but I didn't know what Andersonville was was then back then i didn't understand the whole neighborhood system and all the different neighborhood personalities but um what drew me was definitely the diversity and the possibility the opportunity for uh advancements you know in the arts with which is what we do as a family for our kids education my wife is from chicago she definitely wanted to come back here i think socially speaking the the diversity there as well and how did that idea to start the band as a family come about and when did you first officially start performing together well i think the idea was always just a fun idea in my head even before i i had children you know i figured at some point i would have kids and i would love to teach them music and so the idea always just existed as a fun idea um but i was surprised i guess when they were young my two oldest sons were then four and three years old and uh, I was surprised that they came and sang a song with me, sat in with our group at a, a farmer's market in another area similar to this uh, in New Mexico. And uh, they liked it. I, I liked it. The audience really really responded to the you know little kids singing back then. So uh, that was when I said, oh, let's just keep doing this. And it's evolved ever since then, little, little by little, to what we're doing today. And since moving to Chicago, you have performed for some pretty incredible events throughout Chicago, including a performance for the Chicago Bulls, playing Millennium Park, and even appearing on various television features. Do any particular performances stand out in your mind as being the most memorable? I would say for me, uh, definitely the Millennium Park performance. Uh, That was such a huge stage. I think there was a crowd of about 20,000, and um, it was just... I think a great source of pride to say that uh, we're in like Chicago's um, front yard and on the lake um, and it was for the screening of Coco and the whole family was up on the stage. It was beautiful. It was such an amazing experience and such an honor Um, for me also uh, performing for the wreathing of the lions uh, at the um, 
Art Institute of Chicago was super awesome. Um, it's just such a, an amazing place, and uh, to have had that honor to perform there, um, it was a place that I used to visit with my dad uh, when I was a little girl. So um, he's passed now, but I, I was like, I, I know I'm sure he's smiling down on us, uh, seeing that we get to perform for uh, such a amazing event to kick off the holiday season. Hi, this is Carlos, and um, my favorite performance from the time that we've been at Chicago was probably the one at the Chicago Bulls because it was really cool, and we were in front of about 23,000 people, and that's a bigger crowd than a performance that Bruno Mars played at, so that's something cool to say and that there was so many people there and it was like so cool even though the lights were like shining in your eyes and you couldn't see you could still have the feeling was like coursing through your veins you could still feel that there's like 23,000 eyes on you so yeah and what did you sing uh there Carlos I feel like you you became a little bit famous on the news for what you were singing oh so um we performed at the Chicago Bulls a couple different times me Carlos me I I did individually and uh I did one I did a different performances there too with my family and we just performed the national anthem every time uh we just performed the national anthem every time as a family but I did a competition individually and performed my way by Frank Sinatra. Well, tell us a little bit more about all the members in the band and what instruments you play and the ages of everybody and their names. Sure. We have nine people in our family. We know the number because we have to count every so often to make sure that we're all there. Uh, two parents, myself and Susie, my wife Susie. I play guitar and I sing in the, the band. My oldest son, Diego, he plays guitarron. He also sings as well. He also uh, subs on other instruments as well within the group. Miguel uh, plays trumpet, and he's a singer as well, a very good singer. And we also have my son Antonio, who plays guitar, uh, excuse me, vihuela, and he also sings. And then we have Carlito over here, who plays vihuela, guitar, and he sings as well. And then we have Lilia over here to my right, and she plays the violin. She's learning the violin. She sings as well and plays percussion and sometimes dances. And then we have Maya, and Maya likes to sing, she likes to dance, play maracas. And then my last child is Mateo, who uh, sings and plays maracas. So it must be pretty nerve-wracking sometimes performing for such large audiences. Though you are all pros at this point, is there anyone in the band that still gets a little bit nervous or shy before a show? And if so, what inspires you to get up there and perform despite feeling nervous? Sometimes when before performances, like I can get nervous, even though I've kind of been doing this for some time. Sometimes I can get nervous or maybe like the smaller ones that don't usually perform with us, Maya Mateo, sometimes they can be nervous, but... Well, we have to help our family, and we do this for fun, and we know it's going to be fun, so we just do it with courage. And do you have a, a favorite thing about performing? Yeah, sometimes I like it when I'm performing, and then, like, I start, like, playing, and then I see everybody smile. It's just nice to know that we made somebody's day. Do you have a favorite song? My favorite song is the song from the movie Coco, 
un poco loco, which in English means a bit crazy. Do you have a, a verse of that you can sing for us in case people don't know what you're talking about? Yeah, sure, I'll sing it. Most of the members have other artistic interests outside of music as well. What other kinds of creative talents exist within the family? Some of the creative things that the family is into uh, ranges from photography to graphic design to um, electronic music production, uh, basketball. Um, Juan loves bike riding around the city, uh, especially by the lake. Um, I love just exploring uh, neighborhoods around Chicago and um, am thinking of starting a blog soon. Um, Carlos loves to hang out in the neighborhood, go to the park, uh, play soccer and, um, and things like that. But we definitely um, have always encouraged the kids to be creative and try to model that behavior ourselves as well. Uh, we homeschooled them for 10 years and the arts and music were always a big part of that. And so I always try and have things around the house that will inspire them, whether it's books on stop motion animation to um, architecture and different things just to kind of spark their creativity and uh, try and provide them with those resources. Uh, we got the kids Photoshop, so they're learning like the Adobe Creative Suite, and that's really nice. Well, we can certainly use that over here at the chamber. So um, if you want to test out your talents, we can certainly have you design something here and take something off Joelle's plate. So. Hey, that's awesome. Yes, please. <laughs> Maybe we'll take you up on that. <laughs> and in addition to shows and performances, you also do educational workshops. What can people expect from these workshops? Yeah, well, we do, we do several different types of performances and shows, like you mentioned. And our public shows are definitely different than... Uh, what we do for schools and museums and those types of things. Um, when we have younger children and families, we we actually make it more like a very interactive workshop. Uh, so we have children come up and play maracas and da use dancing streamers. So they're involved, you know, with visual stuff as well as um, rhythm. And we also have them come and speak on the microphone so they get an idea of what it's like to, you know, do that and present yourself. Um, what's that? Yeah, they get to try the instruments. So it's very, it's we, we make sure that the kids have much, much more hands-on and break that barrier of being on the stage, touching the instruments, hearing the instruments up close versus when we do a, a, a performance, maybe uh, like we'll do in Andersonville is just kind of on a stage and, and it's more just about the music out to the audience, you know. 
A lot of it also is just talking about um, our family experience, kind of weaving that through uh, the songs and music and encouraging the children. So if we're like at a library performance, we will all like pick out a book and then share that with the children to encourage them like, hey, well, this is something we're interested in and um, encourage them to check some books out and stuff. And encouraging parents too to um, be expressive um, so that the their children, you you know, can have the good example of, hey, it's okay to dance. Um, and a lot of times I think we, we get the reaction from parents like, oh, after seeing you guys now, you know, my child wants to take voice lessons or take up an instrument. So that always makes us feel great that um, we're really making a difference um, in the community. And what is it like sharing such an incredible experience together as a family? Do you think it has brought you closer? So I think that yeah, performing has brought us closer over the years, and we don't always get along. Of course, we have some some debates here and there and some arguments, but then we just, when we get on the stage, we just kind of put all of that aside and kind of, like, we have to work together if we're going to be doing this. So we, so we learn a bunch of how... We learn. We have to learn how to work together. I, I'll say one one way that uh, we all come together is through just the shared experiences. I think a family of our size um, wouldn't necessarily uh, be doing some of the things that we get to do and going to some of the places, some of the unique. Um, just locations that we perform, uh, getting behind the scenes looks sometimes, uh, like at the Art Institute of Chicago or at the Mexican Museum of Art. And um, it's really awesome. We, we love that. And, and I think um, I tell the kids, you know, you guys are going to have a lot of great mem memories growing up and talking about, oh, yeah, when we were backstage at Pritzker Pavilion and, you know, um, at the Chicago Bulls game and different things like that. It's, it's pretty fun and awesome. Uh, so we all have, I think, great memories from all the experiences. And there's so much more to come, Shirley. And I'm curious um, to know, you know, what it's like to kind of have such a big family. I mean, my, I had, you know, three siblings other than myself. So we're only a family of, you know, four kids and grownups, but how is it with all the kids and sharing responsibilities and meeting everybody's needs? How is that as a mom? It can be crazy. It can definitely be crazy at times, but you know, I think the kids have grown up understanding that we all have to pitch in and contribute. So, um, that we can enjoy our time together. And um, I, I love that they, they do take that on. You know, they'll, they'll help each other. Um, some of them will cook and, and you know, clean, and, and we all kind of pitch in. Um, I think before moving to Chicago, I was a little more organized because I was homeschooling for 10 years and I had things kind of under control. And once we moved, everything kind of shifted. Uh, we moved a couple of times uh, in the last four years and um, the kids are all in school. So it can be a little chaotic and especially with all the um, amazing performances we're doing and, um, you know, media appearances and things like that. We just never know what to expect. So we kind of have learned to adapt, um, you know, buy a lot of snacks and, you know, for the road, you know, for gigging on the weekend and uh, things like that, little 
things here and there that we learn to adapt, but it's awesome because, you know, again, they're just shared experiences that we all organically learn from and grow together. So it's, it's fun. We're all kind of learning as we go. And do you have any favorite snacks that, you know, your go-tos that you can bring that maybe we can have on hand for you on Sunday of Midsummer Fest? Trail mix. That's my favorite too, (laughs) for sure. We'll stock all the booths with that. Yeah, I just want to say some of the the things that I enjoy about this Andersonville community. I've been here for for how long has it been now? Almost two years now. It's been since we've been here, and I, I really enjoy enjoy it. I I was kind of surprised at first because you don't really know a neighborhood until you kind of really get in there and get around, you know. And you're there for at least a year. You see the festivals and the different things come through. So. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the Anderson Midsummer's Fest, Andersonville Midsummer's Fest. Uh, I look forward to that, and I'm, I'm I'm happy to just be able to walk walk to it and enjoy all the different bands and stuff like that. Uh, what else? We love this street right here. You know, Clark is just amazing for restaurants. Um, yeah, there's some taste of Lebanon I ate there all the time. Um, yeah, with just the variety, right? The variety. There's the the market across the street that we get all our our uh, a lot of spices and stuff from across from Middle Eastern Bakery. So, yes, we really do like Andersonville. And you know, another thing that I've really enjoyed being in uh, Ander- Andersonville as well is just the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we've worked with many Chamber of Commerce in New Mexico and in Illinois as well. And right away, I saw that you guys were like really responsive. I see that all your events are you always always having events. You communicate it really well. Um, there's just a really good good uh, group and community that you have here. And so I'm really happy to be a part of it. And thanks for including us like this. We we are happy for that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Thank you. I know. Um, you know, I know you visited us when you first kind of moved into Andersonville. You visited a couple of our events, and that's yeah. kind of how we got introduced. And, yeah. you know, we were able to um, have you out last year for Midsummer Fest. And, and yeah, it was great. It was fantastic that you guys came out and, and you supported us in that way, too. Yes, yes, yes. There's, there's so many things. I love seeing all the new businesses pop up. There's always new businesses popping up, and I'm excited to see what's next. Uh, one of the things that surprised me was the, the magic uh dinner diner Mm -hmm. chicago magic lounge yeah that's really cool so we we experienced some of that and then we're going to take the kids to a show there eventually as well and that's actually a great segue into what we usually ask near the end of each episode here is if you and everybody can answer this i we encourage that um if you had the opportunity to switch places with a business for a day to work there who would you pick and why if i could swap places in any business in Anderville, it would be george's ice cream because they have the best ice cream there. And if I could choose a second choice, it would be the candy shop in Andersonville. <laughs> I forgot what it's called, but... Candyality. Yeah, Candyality. It, it's really cool, and I'll just get to work there and eat all the ice cream. I think one of the uh, fun places I like to go to, I, I am not sure of the name, it's uh, is it the Gallery... Galleria. Oh my gosh, there's so many awesome things to see there, so many different artists and stuff. So I'd have I would have a lot of fun at the Galleria switching places and just spending the day um uh with all of amongst all the cool art and stuff, local uh Chicago um things from jewelry to um you know magnets to there's so many awesome things there. I love it. 
I could swap places with any business. I'm not sure if there are any like animal helping businesses in Iron Vale, but if there were, I would want to do that so I could kind of be like a vet and help the animals get better and stuff. Yeah, we have Uptown Animal Hospital on the north end, and then you could also probably swap with Jameson Loves Danger and learn about grooming pets and trimming their nails and all of that necessary Ooh, information cool. for pet ownership. We might be able to make that happen for you. We're very good friends with the owner. Well, you know, she's uh, wanting to become a veterinarian, so that would be right up her alley. Yeah, we actually that. have um, another vet in our uh, membership as well. Uh, my husband happens to work for, so Heal Veterinary Clinic. It's over in uh, North Center, technically, but they're a member as well, so we could definitely probably arrange a wow. shadowing cool. for you. That would be fun. I was going to say, also, um, we know the owner of Urban Pooch very well. So Urban Pooch has um, their training and fitness center over on Damon. um, And you can learn about agility and like how the dogs do agility class and other type of training. And then they also have the um, Urban Pooch Canine Life Center over on Ravenswood, which is also daycare and uh, retail. Uh, You asked me what who I'd like to trade places with for the day. It'd be one uh, tied between one of two things. It'd either be uh, the comic book store because I've loved comics ever since I was a kid. There's the alley cat and then there's a new a new one uh, this way as well. And uh, it would be a tie between that and I would want to just be a waiter in a, in a breakfast diner because I've always wanted to be a waiter. I don't know why. I just thought it'd be interesting to talk to people and, you know, all the stuff you have to coordinate, you know. I'll hook you up in Svea. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Swedish breakfast. I've told her I've always would love to be a waiter. I love their lingonberry sauce on pancakes. Yum. Um, And actually, um, I have one. I I totally forgot, but I love Crossroads. Um, I love going there. So just being surrounded by clothes and stuff, and that would be a lot of fun to switch places with. Well, it sounds like we have plenty of opportunities for some shadowing swaps here that we might have to arrange for you all. Well, we are very much looking forward to your performance this Sunday. Um, What can we expect from this year's performance? And do you have a song you'd like to play for us today? Well, we are looking forward to the performance as well. Um, What you can expect, we always going to come with a lot of energy. And I think this year the kids have a better sense of Andersonville and that it's our neighborhood and we're performing for the neighborhood festival our neighborhood festival so I think you're going to get even more energy than you got last year Um, I think this year some of the stuff you can expect uh, from Cielito Lindo at the Midsummer's Fest is uh, a lot of interaction uh, with especially the kids we love to pass out dancing streamers and have them join us and maracas so it's so much fun seeing our friends and neighbors out there dancing and uh last year something that was really fun was a lot of people were singing along to the song so we're definitely going to encourage more of that this year as well and we'd be happy to play you guys a song right now
For more information about Cielito Lindo or for booking information, you can visit cielitolindo.co. That's C-I-E-L-I-T-O-L-I-N-D-O dot C-O. And don't forget to check them out Sunday, June 9th at Midsummerfest. See you there. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. This episode is brought to you by the Swedish American Museum, currently enrolling Travel the World Summer Camp for ages 6 through 11. Come and explore the food, dance, folk arts, and cultural identities of a different country each day. Find out more information at swedishamericanmuseum.org.